Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike, and I got my line mate Matt with me. And today, uh, we're going to go over the Blackhawks' past couple games. We're going to go over some Blackhawks news. And um, just to start it off, Matt, there's a thing going on with Carey Price uh, that we're going to talk about. Jason Robertson has been excellent. But let's start off with the Hawks. Hawks beat the Rangers the other day, 5-2. to two. Everybody was very, very surprised by the outcome of this game. But honestly, I think it was a little bit predictable. They just traded Ryan Reeves. Matt has, has mentioned that Ryan Reeves is one of those locker room guys, kind of an uh, enforcer, but uh, a glue guy at the same time. He's gone, and now they're on a bit of a trying to figure out what their identity is. So, uh, you know, Jacob Truba's kind of out doing his thing, a uh, man on a mission, trying to, you know, trying to give life to the team, and um, and they're trying to figure it out. Matt, New York is a team that is, I believe, still in trying to trying to get to that next level. That you know, they're they're getting into the playoffs, getting playoff success, and then ultimately trying to win a Stanley Cup. Last year, they had a great opportunity because Igor Shosturkin was playing out of his mind. Typically, teams who win the the Stanley Cup are guys who are. You know, they're essentially, everyone's playing out of their mind. They take advantage of that situation. They win the cup, and then they kind of, sometimes they kind of fall off. Look at the Islanders uh, making it to the Eastern Conference Finals and then, you know, completely bowing out last year. What do you think is going on from a chemistry standpoint um, with with New York right now? Well, from what I've seen and heard from these interviews, there's something going on in that locker room. And I think... Trading Reeves was a a big mistake. I know he didn't he doesn't, you know, exactly light it up on the ice. That's not his job. He's 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 in there to keep, you know, guys loose. He's in there to make sure he's protecting his teammates, you know. Right. And and now you got your captain doing it, which I I don't think that's I mean, I I applaud him for trying to spark his team, but he spent 10 minutes in the box for two fighting majors yesterday. That that's way too long for a guy you're paying eight million dollars a year for to be a difference maker. And there's got to be something going on in that locker room. And Jacob Truba kind of mentioned that in the his post game interview yesterday. And it seems like they got a locker room division, and they they got to figure that out quick, or their coach is going to get canned. That's usually the first thing that happens. I'll be honest with you. That's not a necessarily uh, something that you want to hear from your players talking to the media, especially your captain. That, that's that's not a good thing. And you know, we we saw him yesterday. He was throwing his body around, and I, I credit the Hawks for you know sticking up for themselves. The, over the years, they really haven't been doing that, and uh, the, you know they wanted nothing to do with it. They they said, hey you're going to throw your body around like that, you're going to drop the gloves with us. And I, I think Trouble was fine. I mean, he's throwing, he's trying to spark his team any way he could. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you talked before the game, I, I predicted, I thought the Breadman would, you know, usually when you play your former team, it's kind of like a big statement type of thing. Sure. Usually they, I, I was like, I thought he would get like four assists or something, you know, and it, I, I only noticed him like maybe two shifts where he was just firing. He's got a great release good shot makes smart plays but he 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 didn't look that good at all last night yeah he didn't they, they just seem pretty flat and you know they, they got to figure that out because they're a team that you know they're they're expected to make it eventually they got the same core they're locked up and 
And losing to the Blackhawks like that, 5-2, is kind of ugly. I know Halak played, but Shesterkin can't play every game. You can't burn the guy out. So they, they got to figure it out pretty soon. Do you think that they have a goalie situation going on there? I think last year, Shesterkin was very, very good. And they had a good backup last year, too, man. They had that um, Gorgiev, I yeah, believe it was. Gorgiev. And they let him go to Colorado this year. And, you know, they signed Halak. Halak, he's been around for a long time. He's he's up there. Uh, but he, he didn't look that great yesterday. He didn't say he looked bad, but uh, good teams, like, look at the Islanders. They got Sorokin. They got um, Varlamov, two really good Russian goalies. And if the Rangers might want to consider bringing another experience backup in because they if they're going to ride Chesterkin, they might ride him too hard, and he's going to be, you know, dead by the first round. So uh, that's what I think they need to do, and they need to get rid of the problem in the locker room. If it's even if it's a top guy, they got to figure it out because they they looked pretty bad last night against the Blackhawks. So I knew after trading Reeves that something was going to be going on there. I went out on a on a limb. I said there was going to be a Hawks win four to three. Me and Matt were both wrong, but um, it was a. Uh, it was it, it was really concerning seeing that this you know this this um, this New York team is supposed to be a team that is supposed to be tough to deal with and it didn't look like that the other night. But that being said, uh, Patrick Kane and um, and Domi's chemistry is uh, makes you wonder if he's just test chemistry with everyone. But I think that Domi is getting the getting the message that Kaner is going to be setting him up to shoot the puck. Uh, if you see that goal that he had the other night, Kaner was. Um, who were they playing, man? I, I forgot. Oh, Edmonton. 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 Yeah. It was oh a, right in front of the right in front of the net. Kaner attacked the puck, did a no look backwards pass, and uh, and and Domi, and Domi just fired it in. Hawks were down four to one going to the third period in that game, and uh, yeah, it just looked like it was short. over. It yeah. looked like it was over, and then um, with what a minute and twenty seconds left, it was five to four. They're trying to trying to tie it. Team's got a lot of fight, man. They're not going to make it easy, but this team is what it is, and um, they're not designed to win. So that being said, Seth Jones is currently playing injured. I've noticed it. I've noticed that his passes aren't as good as they have been in the past. Um, it doesn't really say much because I don't think that he's really that great of a passer, but I think that it's noticeable that his hand is is bothering him. Do you think that maybe they should give this guy a little bit more time off to, to get, you know, fully healed to play? Yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure why they'd even rush it. You know, it's not like we're trying to compete right. you know, for a playoff spot or anything. Let the guy get healthy. You know, I mean, he's you put a defenseman out there with one hand, he's pretty useless. You know? Right. So give Ian Mitchell, you know, Mitchell a shot. Put him out there and see what he can do. Not sure why he's not playing in the in the first place. I I I, I the Caleb Jones thing. I I really don't understand either. He's just very just doesn't. It's so frustrating watching him just because he he makes the same boneheaded passes up in the front of the slot. In his yeah, own he zone. does. I mean, you you got to stop that. I mean, there's a couple times last night too where the Hawks could have just you know put it off the glass, cleared the zone, change it up. They didn't, and thank God the Rangers didn't score. But you know, you got you got to get that puck. You can't hold it and just look for a beautiful pass every time. Sometimes you're not going to have a play. You got to clear it out, 
and get off the ice. And I feel like Caleb Jones feels like he can hold the puck like Bobby Orr or something. He he can't. <laughs> he just can't. He's got to make smarter decisions, or he's going to find his way on an AHL team. He's like the uh, like our Eric Gustafson two point Yeah, well, but <laughs> at least this dude uh, Gustafson could you know put up some good numbers. I'm not saying yeah. he's a good defenseman, but Jones is just. I, I we need to know. move him to the wing, man. I don't know what they're doing. I think he could be successful on the wing. Call up Korchinski at this point. I'd like to see this kid. I think he should have made the team from the camp, but yeah, I know no they're kidding. doing the right. They're doing the right thing with the yeah. with the kid. But <laughs> at this point, put him out there. Let him get some experience. Make all the mistakes you want, kid. Just get some game experience. Yeah, this is what the NHL is like. You know, this is what the yeah. speed is like. You know, and and here's the thing, man. Because players can't really um, get prepared for this because. You know, whether it's the MLB, whether it's the, uh, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL is, is absolutely no different. The difference between the tier lower than the pro level and the pro level is a, it's a mile, man. It is yep. a very, very, very big difference between what the, what one minor league under is to the pros it really is and the only way that you can understand that or play it is is to play it and and to and to get in it practice doesn't um you know practice doesn't compare you know you have to get into the game and i don't know why you know ian mitchell isn't getting that that experience right now um he looked good a couple years ago he was obviously their number one defenseman in rockford last year uh, I don't know why this kid isn't playing every night and, and Caleb Jones is. I mean, to be honest with you, th- uh, he could not be playing every night because he would give the Hawks a better chance to uh, to win games. That could be it. Do you think, you know, that yeah. that yeah. Davidson is like, hey, you know, I'm cognizant of, of the fact that I have other players that can play, but I'm not going to play them because I don't want to hurt our our you know our 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 chances uh come draft time so uh, i mean i mean yeah. i think that it could be you know let caleb jones play out his contract sort of a thing um just to see like uh, you know just give him a tell, tell seth say hey look man we gave this dude two years two two three years and it's just not working out man you've seen it yeah. you've played with him you, you've sure. watched every game you know so yeah. uh i know your mom's gonna be pissed off but you know we're gonna let him go <laughs> and and ian mitchell's gonna come uh ian, ian mitchell's gonna come back in so uh, i would like to see that um even you know, with reichel man like your statement yeah like reichel He's tearing it up down there, but like you said, it's still a miles different, you know, yeah. being in the NHL. And he, at times, when they called him up, he was non-existent, you yeah. know. I mean, but eventually he's got to he's got to come up here to learn because tearing it up in Rockford and just beating up on you know the B League guys, <laughs> it's not going to do him any good. It's it's going to get his you know he's going to stay in shape. He's going to. He's going to develop a little bit, but he, he's got to be on the big club. In Like uh, Soderblom, mm-hmm. when we went into that uh, shootout with the Canadians, those big league scores, he looked lost, dude, yeah. in that shootout. Like, that's just how crazy it is now. Yeah. Like, he could, you know what I mean? Like, that, yeah. that's when you know, like, okay, 
you kid, you got lit up by three players. And that's not, and you know what? It's yeah. not his fault though. No, you know, it's because, not his fault at all. Because number one, he's supposed to be developing in Rockford right now, and 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 right yeah, now he's our number true. one goalie. And to be honest with you, I think that Soderblom is doing a great job. But before I go any further into Soderblom's performance, because that's a point that I wanted to hit tonight, I want to let everybody know that. It's never too early to play holiday music, and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts. Whether it's for a friend or the friends of your, in your pants, you can make this a season to be jolly with Manscaped. Do your little drummer boy a favor and use the lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. Then add in Manscaped's top-of-the-line shower products to have the people thinking, <laughs> all I want for Christmas is you. Santa cares about his sack, and you should too. Look nice when you're when you get naughty by going to manscaped.com and use our code Tomahawk20 for free shipping and 20% off. Personally, I've used this lawnmower 4.0 and it's a hell of a lot better than uh, using an old pair of uh, old pair of clippers. So go on ahead, go to manscaped uh, manscaped.com, use our code Tomahawk20, and uh, you get 20% off off of anything on the website. Now back to Soderbloom. Um, <laughs> Solder Blue Man, I, I think that he has a lot of potential. I think f- he's probably the third goalie that they've done this to, and they've just thrown him out into the woods, thrown him into the fire. Kevin Lankinen had a shutout the other night, an, a 48 shot shutout that I think maybe in his time with the Blackhawks of being thrown to the Wolves and just, <laughs> just having some rough seasons and getting a lot of playing time has, yeah, has, has really helped him. And I, I've heard that he's actually playing pretty well uh, in Nashville. So, you know, c- credit to him. Congratulations to him. I, I, I like the guy. But Soderblom is someone that I noticed tonight, man. And I've, obviously I, I noticed when he plays, is his post-to-post play. I don't know if, if you tracked on the power play some shots that he was taking, but he was going post-to-post on some on some of them and getting some really, really good saves, which shows the promise that he has in his athletic ability. I think that he tracks the puck well. But like you said, when he was in the shutout, man, you know, it was like they were doing whatever they wanted on him. And yeah, he's uh, very inexperienced still. Yeah, and, and he, he didn't have a shot. You know, maybe they're like, hey, Kander, we need you to take, you know, 15 minutes and just light this kid up, kind of show him, you know, what it's like, you know. Yeah. But um, what do you think of Soderblom, man? No, I, I, I like him. I think he's, you know, he's our best, pretty much our best prospect right now in that. And, um, yeah, his post-to-post plays, silky smooth, love it. I know a lot of these guys are comparing him to Corey Crawford. My opinion, I think he's faster than Corey Crawford. Uh, Corey Crawford, his positioning is more poised, I think. He's very, you know, very boring kind of goalie. Soderblom is kind of, he'll make a desperation save. Like you said, his post-to-post fast. He'll get that toe out there and make a save. Good glove. Corey was just, his technique was just very... Uh, what can I say? It was just uh, not boring, but it was just almost like 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 it. He would stay very square to the puck every time, and he would. It was just you know he would just do his job. Nothing flashy about it. And um, I I think Soderblom his speed is something that is going to make him successful when if he does get a chance to be the starter here. I think it's still a little early. I think it was a good idea to get. You know, like a guy like Mrazek and Stalak, but I think that at this point, I, I think Stalak is um, a Stalak, whatever, however you want to say it. I think he 
he's got that bad injury from that game. Jeez, what was it about a month ago now? That that head injury from uh, yeah, Zizekas. Yeah, he's got a concussion. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't even rush him back at all. I'd keep this. I like the, what they're doing. They're kind of doing every other game, and that's good for him. You don't want to, you know, ride him five straight games and he's getting lit up. It's good for him. Even this new kid they just called up. Give him a shot. Don't don't ride this guy. Let him develop at his own pace. And uh, I, I think he could be a good goalie, man. But I, there's still a guy that we keep hearing about. I think that, what's his name? Drew Comesso. Drew Comesso, yeah. He's he's a guy I've been hearing a lot in the pipeline, too. But um, who, who knows how long that'll take? The Hawks might want to put him in Rockford for two-something seasons, and that's a long ways away. Yeah, because he's got to get used to the, uh, to the schedule. Yeah, because the NCAA, man, I mean, what are they? They play on the weekends and stuff. They don't play that many games. I mean, I was looking at some of these prospects' stats. Some of them only got like five goals this year and stuff. And they're like, oh, he's having a great season. And then you look at like Connor Bedard's numbers. This dude's got like 60 points in like 20 games and stuff. Like these guys just play a lot more games. And yeah, that's why the junior kids, they like can make the jump right away. These college yeah. kids really like, except like Jack Eichel. They really don't make that jump right away after they're drafted. So that's just something that uh, it's a gamble with a goalie. You know, you get lucky sometimes. And the Hawks really just haven't had good luck with goaltending. I think, like, Crawford even took a long time to develop. And he did. Before Crawford, it, it, sorry, man, it, it, it was Eddie Belfort. And yeah. sure, we had Jocelyn Tebow for a while. What about my a- boy Jeff Hackett? Well, Hackett was all right, but that was just another trade, too, back in the day. Like, you got Eddie Belfort, you bring in a Hackett kind of guy. I yeah. thought he was, you know, decent and everything, but still, the, the Hawks just really haven't had luck with goaltending like these other teams. Some teams, like, I mean, look at the Rangers. Uh, Lundqvist retires, and they get Shesterkin. And, and before Gorgiev. Lundqvist, it was Mike Richter. It's like, geez, it's like the freaking Green Bay quarterbacks. Oh, right, yeah. You know what I mean? And then you got Nashville, who just drafts great goalies. They they always find a good goalie. It's like, man, we can never just get that kid that's ready to make that jump, you know? Like, I I, I really wish we could have got Spencer Knight that season. I think we our goaltending, we would kind of be like in the Ducks situation. You know, they got John Gibson, who's a really good goalie, but they just could never put a team in front of him. But if we had a guy like Spencer Knight, that's a dude you can, you know, build a defense around, like Korchinski, all these other guys coming up, Del Mestro, whatever his name is. Like, man, we'd be way ahead of this uh, rebuild. But at, we're, we got it. we're banking on Soderblom and maybe that Comesso to be the future. So, And it, it might not work out. We thought Lincoln would work out, and it didn't. So yeah, you just got to hope for the best with these guys. You know, with what's going on in New York, it makes you wonder, you know, there's been rumors that Patrick Kane, you know, would waive his no no uh, trade request to, um, you know, a couple teams. And one of them, the rumor being New York, because it seems like every, every year, every free agent is linked to New York. Why would he want to leave for New York? After last night, I don't think I would. I would. After you see, you, you know, you got a guy running around, you know, the whole game trying to wake his team up. That ain't a good sign, and it has to be your captain. Right. I mean, you lost to a team that's in a pretty much full rebuild now, and Mrazek's not the best of goalies, you know, and then he got hurt after two periods, and they called up Soderblom, and, you know, he did a a good job and everything, but this team, they have, how much money is invested in Panarin? 
I think it's what close to nine million a year. Ten million a year, I thought. Ten million a year. They got Mika Zibanejev. I think he's at eight. Chris yeah. Kreider. He scored fifty something goals last year. Uh, they got the two youngsters, Lafreniere, Kako, the back end with obviously Truba. Adam Fox was a, a, a Norris winner. Like this, there's no excuse why these guys shouldn't have just. They should have lit the Hawks up like at least eight to nothing last night, yeah. and it, they look terrible. And I'd be very. I and mean, if I'm Kaner, you got to see that. I know Panarin's your boy and everything. I mean, I think it would be awesome to see them reunited, but like. What are you going to, you're going to, we want to go there for 20 games in a first round exit. What's the point? You got to move your family and stuff. Come on, man. Yeah. Fuck that. He, I, he doesn't want to do that, man. You know, he was, you know, with Marion Hosts Jersey retirement, he's probably like, why do I want to leave? I, I get to go home, see my, uh, see my kid, yeah. you know, when I, when I go home, I, cause I know his wife and his kid goes to every one of his games. Yeah, she's from she's from the area. She's, yeah. yeah, she's from Chicago, and yeah. you know he go he skates over and sees his kid. And I'll tell you what, man, I've seen Kaner smile a lot, man, but not like how he does when he when he smiles at his kid. You know, oh yeah, and oh, yeah. and you can see that. And you know, he might might just say, hey, you know what, uh, you know, it means too much to me. You know, to go like a couple months not seeing my kid to win a cup that I've won three times already. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, and there's no guarantee either that you no, win the cup, espe- yeah. especially seeing that. It's not like you're going to like Colorado where you're like, oh, yeah, man, I well, can go. We, we can put up some freaking points there. They're really. And if you think about it, he can control the trade. What if the trade's not good for the Hawks? He could be like, yeah, you know what? The Hawks aren't getting enough from me right now. Right. I, I, I deserve two first round picks and a top prospect. I, you know, and I'm not, they're not going to give me that. I could, I could just stay here and then I can resign cheaper, you know? Yeah. I, and I, and this, I, li- and I like it here. At this point, I would. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, I think I would. I'm a legend here. You know, I don't have to pay for a beer when I go out to the bar anywhere I go, you know? I'm a walking, walking legend here. You know what, though? We, we got to give a little shout out to Chris Tang. He just had a, um, a stroke. I hope he's doing all right and everything. Yeah. But he's going to be on long time uh, IR. Would that make you think like maybe the Penguins might make a little pitch for Kaner now because they're going to have that open cap space? Mm. I don't know. I don't think that. I don't think the Pens are you know that great of a team or anything. But pretty interesting if you know they could swing a Kane half you know half his Hawks eat half the salary and Kaner and Crosby on the same team and Melkin. Oof, man, that'd be pretty crazy. But I don't know. They're, that's like the one team right now that I, if I'm Kane, that's like the one team I'd probably be okay with. Even Edmonton, I don't think so at this point. I mean, they signed Jack Campbell. I thought I was really high on that signing, and he we both uh, were. He's really not been doing much. The the other guy Skinner's been playing. I don't think Kaner would want to go all the way to Canada, go through all that visa crap. It, it ain't worth it. So I know Duncan Keith is his boy. He's in the in the front office and everything, but eh, I don't know. I, I know he, I know Kaner watches the playoffs. He, he can't be really that much impressed with how what Edmonton's done. I mean, sure they won a couple of series, but then they got lit up, you know. So by a real team, there's there's really not many teams like if you're gonna get traded and waive your no trade clause, you're you're going all in for a win. I just don't see. You know, the teams that could, like you said, Colorado, they're not going to have the space to do it, or they don't have the draft capital. And why would the Blackhawks want a 31st pick, first-round pick? 
I mean, it's yeah, it's another first round pick and everything, but it, it wouldn't be worth it to me. I, I think I'd rather hang on to him. Taves, on the other hand, I think if somebody were interested, I, I, I could see, you know, like a team that's trying to get over that playoff hump. I think, you know, maybe Detroit, if they make it, they'd make a pitch for uh, Taser, even Winnipeg, and, you know, it's his hometown and everything. But Kaner, I don't know. I don't see anything that would benefit Kaner. Yeah, I, I don't either, you know, especially when it's like, you look at Edmonton, you know, if McDavid goes down, your chances go, go through the bottom of the barrel. And that, and that's not a, a, lock, a knock on Leon Dreisaitl because I think that he is a, he is a great player, but he's not a generational player like Connor McDavid is. Kind of like, you know, Taves and Kane. Taves yeah. is, an, is an elite player, but Kaner's, you know, a generational player. When you look at McDavid, he's a generational player, and a Dreisaitl is an elite player. I mean, to be honest with you, I would probably, I look at Patrick Kane as probably the best passer in the um, in the NHL. Agreed. I, I, I would put Dreisaitl at probably number two. And, yeah, and I it's, like that. It, it's pretty close, man, because uh, he's, like Kaner, is very good on the backhand and the forehand. Some guys can only sauce it up one way. You know, and and Drysaddle, he is elite, but he can't carry Edmonton uh, th- through through the playoffs because there's just too many um, there's just too many uh, deep defensive liabilities there. I mean, look at them, man. They barely beat the Blackhawks the other day. The Blackhawks are designed to fail, and they they barely got out yeah. of that game. I don't see Kaner wanting to go there. I, well, you know what, man? What about Dallas? I know well, it's a divisional team. You don't really, that's rule number one. You never trade with your division. You never give a draft pick away that it can come back and haunt you. But what do you, I mean, that's a team that is making a lot of noise right now. And you got Jason Robertson is absolutely tearing it up. I don't know if you remember they had Dale Talon in the booth last year with Pat Foley. Dale Talon was so ticked off that he missed out on Robertson when he was with the uh, Panthers. Uh-huh. He said, this kid's going to be a future 40-goal scorer. And sure enough, look, he's at 20 right now, dude. Dale Talon, yeah. pretty much money when it comes to drafting. I think he's very good. But can you imagine Kaner Robertson on the same team? And then you got your secondary guys, uh, Jamie Benn. I know he's getting old. Tyler Sagan. Joe Pavelski's a very underrated guy, playoff dude. Rupe Hints, their future first line center, just signed a deal. And man, they that would be a team. I maybe that would be a team I, I could see Kane or waving to, but I just don't know if they would they have really much to offer for us right now. Um, I don't think they have anything to offer us right now. But you were um, you know, you hit the nail on the head with the team. Um Jason Robertson is the future of that team, and he's been consistent ever since he got into the NHL. Him and uh, Kaner, you know, Kaner could just set him up all day, you know. But how far, how much left in the tank does Jamie Ben and and um, Tyler Sagan have? You know, yeah. The only highlights I see of Jamie Ben are him fighting and getting yeah. wrecked. Lately. And he used to, he used yeah. to be, he used to be a forty goal scorer. Yeah. And um and and Tyler Sagan, what does he have left? Because I know he's had injury issues. I don't hear and anything about him anymore. Nothing. His game was speed, and he had a good shot. His body's breaking down. What does he have left? I don't think it's a good situation for him. I think that he had he could have instant chemistry with Jason Robertson, and they are playing well right now. But I don't think that they'll be able to to sustain their play through the season, much less into the playoffs. 
And you know, you know, uh, Patrick Sharp after today's Islanders game said that what people don't understand is what the playoffs does to your body. If he said if they didn't go so deep in the playoffs so often that it wouldn't have cut his career short. And you know, Vosters was like, "Do you would you, you know, unequivocally say that your career was shortened because of playing in the playoffs?" And he's like, "Absolutely, it did." Oh yeah. So. Makes Probably you Hosa too. Oh yeah, Hosa. Oh, all those gosh. guys. Jarmelson. That that dude probably all those shots blocked. Probably took seven years off his life. You yeah. know. So yeah, I, I definitely that's a true statement by Sharpie. And a guy who knows. So yeah, yeah I, I don't see Dallas able to sustain it, and that's why I don't see a Keener going there. Um, there's really I don't really see anybody out there with the. I mean, unless somebody's looking for like a top 10, you know, 2024, 2025 draft, you know, then, you know, then maybe, but I don't see anybody having anything that's in the top 10 this year that's willing to give that up. No, no, nobody, they're going to try to get that first rounder all they can. Right. And what's crazy is, you know, same. We can't let Kaner go. We can't let Kaner go for, uh, for anything less than a first rounder. Quite honestly, I would I would want a lot more than that. I mean, Brandon Hagel, you know, got us two first round picks at the deadline last year. I mean, what Claude Giroux got a first round pick, a top prospect, and something else. I think it was a third round pick, right, with the Panthers. So Kaner should be banking in a lot of money here. But you know what? I think it's just as valuable if he stays and if he resigns a deal that would. You know, make a I lot of it. Hawks fans very happy. And you know what? He still does his job. He's still going to put up good numbers. Yeah, absolutely. He's like a Crosby type player, a type of player yep. that can play deep into his uh, career and still contribute. Yep. So, um, what's going on with Bennington, man, in St. Louis? I wanted to bring that up to you. Well, oh man, he's just a, he's been a pretty much a big head case lately he's been having a lot of issues the team's not playing well he's not playing well i've i i think last night he he was pulled against pittsburgh starting trouble with jason zucker i i think the jason zucker was going behind the net after uh bennington you know he stopped it to you know leave it for his teammate and uh zucker was coming around and bennington sticks the blocker out right in the face knocks him down gets a penalty he's chirping chirping and uh you know he plays with an edge he's kind of a you know, crazy goalie belongs and, in st louis and, yeah well then he gets pulled and as he's skating to the bench he's yelling at jason zucker blah 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 and zucker is just laughing like what the hell is wrong with this guy you know like what's this guy's deal then they show another highlight of him Skating back to the crease, he f- completely falls on his butt, knocks the net off. It's just like one of those bad nights for him. But this isn't the first time it's happened. He's he loses his mind. You know, he'll he'll go after guys, he'll slash them, and and uh, Craig Berube actually called him out after the game. He goes, "This stuff needs to stop. Uh, we we're we're taking too many penalties. We're losing too many games. He's got to he's got to get he's got to get his head right." So. That's when you, you you like, hey, we uh, we let Vili Huso go, and you know what, Vili Huso was definitely the better goalie last year, but you know they couldn't pay him because of this Bennington contract. So the Blues are paying for it right now, bad man, big time. And um, 
Okay, I wanted to get you on that, and I wanted to talk about Carey Price. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, seems to be the big thing. Uh, big right now. thing on Twitter right now is uh, Carey Price uh, posting a picture of him and his uh, camel fatigues hunting with his rifle, saying that he's opposed to the uh, prime minister's uh, gun, whatever gun law. I'm not sure really what's going on up there. A gun, they call it a gun grab. But uh, he, all he said was, I love my family, I love my neighbor, I, I love hunting, and I'm not a bad person, I'm not a criminal, and I disagree with the Prime Minister. And so far, I would say it's probably about 50-50 in Canada right now. A lot of people are really supportive of him and his, his opinion. Then the other half are, you know, calling him Theo Fleury Jr. type of thing <laughs> with the whole Freedom Convoy thing that, you know, was going on last year. Right. So, uh... Me personally, I'm also a gun guy. Uh, I hunted with my dad as a kid, and you know, I our guns never came out of our safes, and you know, shot innocent people, and that's pretty much what he's saying. He's like, I, I just want to hunt and be left alone, and you know, live my life, and I don't want you know the government telling me what I can and can't do. And I, I'm with him, man. I'm personally, it's 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 freedom. Yeah, uh, it makes you, you know, realize that, you know, the different laws that they have in, in Canada uh, compared to the United States. Obviously, we watch him. We know of Carey Price being a Canadian's player. But, yeah. you know, when it starts getting into the, I guess, the, the political realm of, of what he does in his free time mm-hmm. and what he likes to do. I, you know, I don't know how that can change your opinion of the guy considering how, uh, you know, how, how much charity that he's done, you know, over the years that just because he likes to hunt, you know, people are saying these things about him, which I think is bullshit. But um, I mean, I like the guy. He's always been a likable guy. As a matter of fact, he's always been a, a very respected player. I don't know how that can change or people can turn on him uh, the way that it has, you know, uh, recently on, uh, you know, I guess on, yeah, you could say on social media. Yeah, it's just all he did was post his you know rifle it's not like in he didn't hold up a dead animal or anything i know some people would get crazy about that and everything if he eats it what's the problem i I mean that's you know life i mean (laughs) if you if you eat steak that that cow that you're eating was killed by a farmer (laughs) before they cut him (laughs) they cut him up and everything but you know go back to 2020 carrie and his wife they donated fifty thousand to um help children get food with, with the health, uh, it was like a health nutrition thing for schools, I think. Right. 50,000. Uh, I don't know if, and then the famous video of him, after practice, he went up to this young man that, you know, recently lost his mom to cancer. He talked to him, like, you know, like he was just a regular human being. Like, he, he gave him a hug, he signed a stick, he took a jersey off his back, he brought him to the All-Star you know, or actually brought him to the NHL awards show to tell him to bring him on stage and say, Hey, this kid has been through a lot. He's an awesome kid. We're going to fly him out to the all-star game next year. We want him to be a part of it. And he, he's just a good dude, man. And you know, we, he, he's had a lot of mental issues last year. He needed uh, to take a, take a break. You know I mean? He, he was having knee problems too, he, but I, it seemed like he was just worn out after that cup run they had against, uh, what what was that? Uh, who did Tampa? they lose? Tampa. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. They lost to Tampa, and you know that the Canadians were not supposed to be there. It was Carey right. Price and Philip Deneau carrying right. that whole team, and I think that really uh, took a toll on Carey's mental health. You know, after a while, he he needed a break, and 
I think he actually had to get on the substance abuse program as well this year, probably having some issues. And you know, I I hope he's fine. I I hope he's you know living his life with his with his family. I know he's got some beautiful kids. He's got a beautiful wife, and he's he's a good dude, man. I I, I don't know why people take it to the extreme. Yeah. If you if you don't like guns, okay, man. You don't like guns, but th- this dude does. So it doesn't make him a bad person. This is the problem with everything lately. It's just the division. The the both sides are just so far apart, and it, it it's just aggravating, man. It, you, I want nothing to do with the political crap anymore. It's just it's just like aggravating as hell. It is, it is, and um, <laughs> you know what, man. Um, it, it's hard not to dive into it. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I'm glad we talked about it because yeah. I stand behind him. What? Yeah, I it's do too. His right. It's his right. If he, if <laughs> he's a good dude, he, he, Carey Price will never walk into a place and open fire on people. He's a good, good-hearted man, and it, like they, they're, they're treating him like he's some sort of, you like know, he's like, done it, <laughs> like, like an American, you know, like all these uh, these mass shooters in America. It, it's, it's ridiculous. These people. And they're, yeah. they're treating them like that. You can't put them in the same category as that. Come on, dude. I mean, there's so many good people out there that, you know, enjoy shooting guns and shooting targets, hunting, and all kinds of stuff. But they're not bad people. Come on. Right. So, all right, everybody. I want to thank everybody for listening. We're very, very appreciative. I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. It's that season. It is the holiday season, which is my favorite time of year. Uh, Matt, thanks for being on, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, good to be back finally. We, we've been playing tag here and there, getting Dom on and stuff. It's good to be uh, getting rolling here. My my work season's ending, so I'm excited. We're going to get some some good guests. I think we're going to have the, the guys from the Broadway block on from the Rangers, I, I believe, next week after the second game, I think. Maybe, maybe okay. two weeks. But, uh, uh, hey, we got bragging rights as of now, so it's yeah, going to be do. fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And if we can beat him again, oh boy, Ranger Land is in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Use our code uh, Tomahawk20 at manscaped.com for 20% off. Don't forget that. And we'll catch you on the next one. This is Tomahawk. We're out of here. 